welcome to the Gifted Life Podcast, where we have conversations about organ, tissue, and eye donation. I'm Lori Steele. I'm Joey Boudreau. And I'm Sally Gentry. And we are so grateful that you choose to tune in and help us make life happen. This is a special episode. It's National Donate Life Month still. We're hanging on to it. But there was so much that was done, so many stories shared. It's just been incredible. It's a good time for us all, especially, uh, you know, I can tell you, me being a clinician, we have a lot of frontline work, and it's so nice to be able to go out into the community and, and take part in these events, you know, and see and meeting with the donor families, recipients. It's just been a great month. And, you know, talking about that, Joey, most of our conversations with families are over the phone. So going to these different events and actually meeting donor families face-to-face yeah. and getting to talk and hug and share... It's really a great thing. All good. And so we're going to take some of these stories from across the state, and we're going to bring them to you in this episode. And we want people to hear it, but we need your help to do it. Sure. Spread the word. Let everyone know the gifted life is out there. We're giving good information. We're very informative. Find us on iTunes or Pocket Cast or whatever your favorite app might be. But definitely spread the word. You know, again, we want you to be, we want it to be interactive. If you've got any questions, let us know. And give us a call. That number is 504-648-3477. I always like to have it repeated. 504-648-3477. I'm starting to sing it. I'm starting to know it, right? So mark it down. Put it on speed dial. Call us, right? We're also on um, social media. We have Facebook, Donate Life Louisiana. Twitter and Instagram, we're at Donate Life LA. So join us as we strive to make life happen. Let's get this podcast underway. Yep. So as we mentioned, this is a special best of edition of The Gifted Life. We are all exhausted from National Donate Life Month because there are so many great events across the state. So many. Where do I start? I mean, we had many flag raisings Mm -hmm. and butterfly releases at a lot of different hospitals throughout the state. Which is beautiful, yeah. We had trivia challenges Mm -hmm. through different areas in the state. We had a Dancing with the Stars with one of our superstars who's a, a liver and kidney transplant recipient one year out one year out dancing her tail off yeah. <laughs> her tail feathers i love it <laughs> and of course we had ryan's run in lafayette and then last but not least we had alexis angel sale which is a beautiful event uh, that's been going on for some years now and with all these events what a fantastic way to inform people about organ tissue and eye donation couldn't have said it better myself y'all want to go into some of these events from across the state. Let's do it. Let's listen in. Welcome everyone to Willis-Knighton. This is the beginning of National Donate Life Month. I'm Corey King. I'm the transplant administrator here at Willis-Knighton in the John C. McDonald Regional Transplant Center. Along with the rest of the hospital and the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, I would like to welcome everyone and thank you for attending. During today's ceremony, we will be raising a Donate Life flag to honor those who gave the gift of life through organ, tissue, and eye donation. We will honor these heroes who unselfishly gave this gift of life to somebody else. There are 122,000 men, women, and children on the national transplant waiting list. Every 12 minutes, another person is added. In Louisiana alone, over 2,000 people are waiting for organ transplants. About 80% are kidney transplant patients. 
Unfortunately, about 20 people die every day because there are far too few organs. The average waiting time for deceased kidney donation is three to five years, during which the patient is often on dialysis. We hope that this awareness will help save more lives. I would like to welcome now Ashley Davis, the professional educator for the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, and she will continue with the ceremony. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Ashley Davis, and I work for LOPA, the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency. It is a complete honor to be here today. Thank you to the Willis Knight Transplant Center for having us here to celebrate those who gave the gift of life through organ, tissue, and eye donation. There are many donor family members present today, and we are honored to have you here with us. We know it's hard to say goodbye to those that we've lost, but a part of them continues on through others. Their legacy continues on, and we hope it can bring some peace to you and your family. April is National Donate Life Month, and hospitals across the United States are doing ceremonies just like this and so much more to celebrate those who gave the gift of life. There are over 122,000 people on the National Transplant Waiting List, and about 2,000 of those people are right here in our state of Louisiana, some of which are even on the Willis-Knighton waiting list. These people are in dire need at a second chance at life, and donation has become their only option and their only hope. We'd like to now spotlight one of our recent donors that was at a Willis-Knighton, and I'll ask Ms. Keisha Harris to come and speak on behalf of the donor family of Jeff Carr. Good morning. On behalf of the Carr family, we would like to thank you, Lopa, for your amazing support during our time of grief. We will never forget Jeffrey Carl Carr, born November 12, 1980, to Willie and Eileen Carr. He was a 1998 graduate of Benton High School. He enjoyed coaching and mentoring young men and young women to become better. He was a founding member of the Alden Bridge Showstopper Riding Club. He was a member of Street Respect Motorcycle Club and Hell's Ego Motorcycle Club. He was employed with Allen Electric Motor Company in Vivian, Louisiana. We will never forget, he loved God and he loved his family. His children, Jalen Coleman, Carlicia Carr, and Caitlin Carr, we will never forget. We will never forget the love of his life, Aisha Brumfield. We will never forget his only brother, Eric Carr. We will never forget his love of others and his willingness to help in any situation. Jeff had a big brother mentality. He always thought he could tell us what to do. And for that, we will never forget. Even in death, Jeffrey's willingness to help others was evident. He was an organ donor. Being a donor was the ultimate sacrifice of a man who wanted to help. Knowing today that his organs were placed and saved people's lives is a great feeling. We know that he lives on through the faces of others. When I was thinking about this, I thought about the heart, how important your heart is, how it can be placed in other human beings in order for that person to be able to live is remarkable. Jeff's heart 
is a heart of gold, not was. That's Jeffrey's heartbeat. And we will never forget. Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> and thank you to the entire family of Jeff Carr for your story and sharing it with all of us today. We are truly honored. Now we would like to have a moment of silence while members of the Jeff Carr family, the children, um, raise the Donut Life flag. All right, this is Lori Steele here at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic. I am talking to this cutie patootie named Nova, and his mom received a pancreas from hero Emily Simmers. What do you want to say? I don't know. Oh, you don't know? What no. about, what did Emily do? Do you remember? Emily Lori Steele here at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic. I'm visiting with Miss Gwinnett, and she is the mom of hero Will. We were talking about your sweet boy. Tell us about him. Will was 14 years old um, when his accident happened, but Will loved riding bikes and playing Xbox and doing anything but homework. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, he saved four lives with his organ donations. We're able to donate his two kidneys, his liver, and his heart. And one thing that was really cool is that his liver was actually split between two donors. So the smaller part of his liver went to a one-year-old, and the larger part went to a 70-year-old. Wow. So, um, and you've it, met them. I have met them. I've, the little boy actually lives in the hometown where I grew up. And the 70-year-old lives in California, and we actually went to California last week and visited with her, spent the day with them. So that was really incredible and really special. Uh, I love how you light up when you talk about him. This is every time we, we speak, you got a big smile, love this kid, cute kid. Um, tell us what this day means to you. This day is really special because... It makes you realize how many other people are in the exact same situation as you, and you can talk to other people and share stories about, you know, us for Will and other people for their children or fathers or um, family members. And so it just kind of brings everybody together and, and makes you realize what a large support system you have out there. This is Lori Steele. We are at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic, and an incredible story unfolding right before my eyes. You have to hear it. Um, Lacey, I'm going to start with you. Um, tell us your connection to all of these folks here. Your brother, Hero. Uh, my brother was Dustin Mason. He was a hero that saved Jackie Burns by donating his lungs. Yeah, we know it's emotional. We appreciate you sharing the story, um, and we know uh, what this day what this day means. I'm going to talk to Mr. Jackie right now. Mr. Jackie, um, tell us what what she just said. Uh, I'm Jackie Burns, and Lacey's brother, Dustin, saved my life. I was on the verge of death when I got the call to go to New Orleans. From that point on. My life has been good. It's gotten better and better, and I've been out almost 13 years now. So I've really been granted an extra life, able to watch my grandchildren grow, and also to meet this wonderful family of Dustins. And we've been friends ever since we met, which has been many years ago. Wow. 
so we know you had a um, lung transplant. I'm going to talk to your wife, Olivia. Okay. Tell us about your daughter, Kelly. Kelly, Kelly died in an automobile accident from an aneurysm, and she was able to give her heart to Lori. Wife, who's here? Who's here right with me. And she saved her life and four others. So you know both sides. Yes, I'm Jackie's caregiver, and I lost a daughter. So donation to you is what? Was it me? Everything. Everything. All these people coming together. Okay, Miss Olivia, you're going to make me cry here. All right, no, 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 it's all good. Miss Lori, you were here. You just heard this story unfolding. You were alive today. You received a precious received gift. Kelly's heart. I received uh, Kelly Burns' heart. And I was in Chicago and uh, waiting in the hospital. And they called and said they had a perfect match. And Kelly Burns saved my life. And life today is what? Oh, it's good to be here. Uh, it's been, it'll be two years um, this summer, and um, I'm just truly blessed and truly blessed to meet the family of my donor. It seems this these families continue to, to pay it forward. Miss Lacey, I'm going to come back to you. Donation to you and your family as I look at Dustin's picture on your shirt is what? It's a true gift of God. I mean, you can save so many people's life every day. I try to tell somebody about organ donation, and anybody that knows me will tell you I am very passionate about it. Mm -hmm. And it just, you can save somebody, so just sign up. Yeah. Learn the facts it. is what we said. Yeah, learn the facts and sign up. Mr. Jackie, I'm going to make my way back to you. You had the transplant. Your daughter gave the gift of life. So for you, we heard your wife got us in, in tears here. Donation is what? It means everything in the world. Uh, not been on both sides of the fence now. Uh, meeting these wonderful people who gave me lungs and seeing what my daughter did for this fine young lady here. Mm -hmm. So meeting those people, the recipients and the donor's family is just unbelievable. It's, it's more than I could have asked for. I'm going to make the rounds. What does this day mean? We're at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic. We're celebrating life, the lives that were saved, um, our heroes. So tell us what a day like this, when we can all come together, means. It's a huge celebration. I mean, just to meet the new heart recipient, to extend our family. I mean, this is really the only time we get to see each other, but we do keep in touch daily in Facebook. And it's just a miracle. I mean, we love them to death. It's mm -hmm. like they've always been part of our family. Yeah, that's incredible. Okay, Mr. Jackie, a day a like this. Celebration with all capital letters mm -hmm. of love and giving. Ms. Olivia? I thank Lopa all they've done and being with all of these people I'm sorry mm -mm. we can it's feel just, the emotion it is emotional it's just it's just such a enormous day and the giving the giving from Lopa and the giving of life please please be sure your family knows that you want to be a donor because a lot of people don't know that they don't look at your license mm -hmm. Make sure your family knows that you want to be a donor because it saves so many lives and extends the life of your loved ones. And then, Miss Lori, for you, recipient, two years out? It, it means hope. It means I could, 
I can keep going, and I have a son who's 20, same as Kelly's son, and uh, he wanted to make sure that I thanked, you know, everyone in the Burns family for this beautiful gift, and um, I'm just truly blessed. We know it's emotional, guys. Thank you for taking the time to share your story. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for spreading awareness. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Sally. We're at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic, and with us today is Mary, who is Emily's mom, who was a donor several years ago. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Great, great. You enjoying yourself? I am. Great. I'm, I'm having too much fun here. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about Emily. Well, Emily, she was 10 years old when I when I lost her, but she was uh, she was my little drama queen. Uh, she. She loved life. She loved to dress up as a princess, but yet she was a tomboy. So it was her princess dresses with her rubber boots, riding the four-wheelers, getting dirty like that. And she loved to sing and dance. And I think when she was donated, when her organs were donated, some of her just keeps moving on into her recipients because they'll call me and tell me, this is what's happening to me, and it's so strange because that's not me. I'm like, that's Emily. Oh, wow. You know, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, that's yeah. great. So one of the lives saved was Monica. This is Lori Steele here. We're having a great day at the Loper Donor Family Picnic. Your live was saved because of Emily. I see your cute little boy, Nova. I remember you saying he was very smart. I can yes. see that. All yes. right, so tell us how life is like. Life is, um, it's new and free. Uh, a lot healthier, definitely a lot healthier. Um, no no daily insulin shots and no checking my glucose, no worrying about going out in public and if I'm going to make it home alive. Um, life is definitely way better. So Emily helped you be the mom you want to be? Yes, without this transplant, um, my son wouldn't get to have half the fun and normal life that he has. Incredible, and incredible that you are here today. And, and this is a special day for all of our our families. We do want to talk to Emily's dad, Scott, as well, but what a day. Absolutely. Beautiful day. How are you, Scott? I'm doing wonderful. Right. I'm just feeling right. very so, blessed. So glad to see you here. Feeling very blessed, and I'm honored that Monica was able to come down and, with Nova and uh, be a part of this with us today and share all this with us. So yeah. what does it mean that all the family is here today to remember Emily? Uh, we gained, we lost, but we gained a lot too. Yeah. And uh, just can't just thank God enough for everything we've been blessed with. Well, I'm here with Miss Benita and her son Ricardo was a donor, uh, you said five years ago, huh? Five years ago, Sunday, with the exact date. Wow. And can you tell us a little bit about Ricardo? Well, Ricardo was born a twin. They were preemies and they really didn't expect him to live. His brother passed after 14 hours, and I just felt like he took on the strength of his brother because he didn't let anything stop him. He had cerebral palsy. He played on the little basketball teams, the baseball teams. He even joined the high school football team, which I was like, oh, my God, they're going to kill him. They're going to break his bones. You know, but he was happy as he could be. He was a happy boy. But... He just didn't want to go to college. <laughs> After graduation, he was like, uh. So, you know, I told him, you're going to either go to school or you're going to get a job. So 
So he came to Shreveport to the Diesel Driving Academy, got his CDLs, got hired driving a saltwater truck, and was happy as he could be about it. And maybe it was less than three weeks after he really started driving on his own that he had his accident. My goodness. And so had y'all ever talked about being an organ donor? Never. I found out after he passed that he registered in February Mm -hmm. and lost his life in April. Wow. Yes. My goodness. So how has donation made a difference in losing Ricardo, you think? Donation has helped me to move on because knowing that he may not be here with me physically. He's out there. Mm-hmm. He's still carrying on. He's, he saves somebody's life. They're happy. They can move on with their life and do the things that they want to continue to do with their families. So I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I couldn't be more happy. A lot of people look at me and, and you know, like I'm crazy when I say he died to bring me joy. No, he gave his life for others, and and that has been the most awesome feeling I could ever have. I'm happy all the time. And anytime I see Lopa anywhere, I hear the word Lopa, I'm like, oh, I got to find out what they're doing. I got to go where they are. I'm all about Lopa now. Well, and we love you, Miss Benita. I love y'all. Thank you for your time today. (laughs) And now I'm getting a big old hug. (laughs) I just I love hearing all that, especially the events I was able to attend. Um, it's just inspiring. I get rejuvenated. Yeah. And to hear people talk about what it means for them. Most of our donor families who have attended have really enjoyed all the events that they have gone to. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been really inspiring, uplifting, uh, just a great way for people to hear about organ tissue and eye donation. And, of course, we talked to Melissa Davini of uh, Donate Life America. And she talks a lot about how things have evolved, you know, over time from donation you know, being kind of, you know, not very talked about to now just being part of the culture, part of life. And and those 30,000 transplants uh, that happened last year that were life-saving transplants wouldn't have happened without this progression, you know, of, of which starts with these events. Yeah, it's all of us working together, not only here in the state, but across the country. So let's listen in to a special message from Donate Life America. You'll hear that from Miss Melissa, and you will hear from other advocates from across the state. One of the other things that we have been working toward at Donate Life America is that with this growing culture where donation is accepted as sort of a fundamental human responsibility, we're working to engage not just transplant recipients and donor families, but everyone who's registered as a donor, everyone who has made that life-saving and healing decision to see this as a movement or a cause that they are very much a part of. And I think that will go a long way toward continuing to build the culture of donation and the expectation that that's what will happen. And we did some research recently with the public and learned somewhat to our dismay that when asked what was the most motivating of the facts that we usually provide about why to be a donor, that this concept that 22 people on average die every day because the organ they needed is not donated in time was a real motivator, that people really did not understand that folks are dying because of the lack of donated organs, not just having to wait longer for the transplant they need. Hi, Lori, Sally, and Joey. This is Wendy Lipsy calling in. 
I just finished listening to the episode um, that was aired on April Fool's Day. It was an amazing episode. I was truly touched by everyone's story and comments. Um, I just wanted to say on April 1st, which is today, that I am so excited about um, Organ Donation Awareness Month and Blue and Green Day. I received a liver and kidney transplant one year ago, March 2015, and I'm grateful to my donor, and I'm so happy to be alive and grateful. Um, I live each day to the fullest, and I am just thankful that my donor and donor family said yes to organ donation. Y'all are doing a great job with this podcast and spreading organ donation awareness. Thank you all for what you do for us and our families. Love to all. Thanks. Have a great day. We are here with Mr. Kathy, President and CEO of the North Oaks Health System. Beautiful flag raising today. Tell us why you guys do it. Well, it is something that we do with LOPA is to recognize, to celebrate life. It is to honor the donors and their families and then to just talk about the many, many lives that are saved through a donation, through a donor program that we have in our country, our state. And we're just honored to be a part of such a recognition that we can have for all the very special heroes in our area. And it's just incredible, these numbers, um, over the last 10 years, 27 organ donors from North Oaks, 103 organs transplanted, and 90 lives saved. Amazing. That is. I mean, one would be a big number, mm -hmm. but when you have 90, it is very special. Again, we're just very proud to be a part of something like that. And, you know, I would just encourage everyone to consider organ donation. You know, we never want to think about being in that position. But sometimes very tragic things happen. But again, we honor our donors and we're very excited for our recipients. And we appreciate the continued partnership and the education to the public. Well, we have a greater responsibility than just providing care inside our walls. Part of our goal and our mission is to educate the public on all healthcare subjects mm -hmm. that can affect them in their lives, beginning of life, in life, and then at the end of life. Hi, this is Sally. I'm here with Rhonda Porter, and she's having the Alexis Angel cell today that she's had now for how many years, 13. Rhonda? This is 13 years. And a wonderful turnout. Tell us a little bit more about it. After Alexis's first two birthdays since she was gone, uh, we decided that we would have a celebration of her life, and we wanted to do something positive. And since she was an organ donor, we decided that that would be a wonderful way to celebrate her life by... Uh, promoting organ donation and um, yes yeah, so that we could help others and um, so we have a jambalaya and we have plants and we have crafts and we have a little bit of garage sale stuff and we also have the blood mobile here so that that anybody that wants to be a donor on the spot can do that today oh great yes that's wonderful this is a fantastic way to celebrate Alexis life and your remembrance of her. It's a wonderful day, a beautiful day today, and thank you so much. We thank y'all for coming out. I'm here with Heather Moore, and she is a recipient, and she joined us today at St. Francis Hospital in Monroe for our donor wall ceremony <laughs> and flag raising. And Heather, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Um, well, when I turned seven years old, I got diabetes. <laughs> and struggled with that through my teenage years like most people do. Um, but then when I turned 28, my blood pressure just went through the roof and that's when my kidney went out. So I started dialysis when I was 28 and I got on the list at the same time. 
so when I got on the list, it was exactly two years I had to wait for my transplant, which is not long at all. I feel blessed to have waited so little. But I had my transplant, no rejection, did great for 13 years. Then I got pancreatitis and the transplanted kidney, and that kind of started the roller coaster of everything. Wow. It'll be three years in October that I got on the list again, and I waited exactly 12 days on the transplant list, and they called me with an identical perfect match from a guy out of Colorado. So if you're a perfect match, you get that kidney. So... I have been beyond blessed. <laughs> um, it really is amazing. And I try to do things in my community, try to pay it forward because there's a reason I'm here and there's a reason I keep going. Yeah. And I'm just amazed and so thankful by the families that do that do organ donation and they really are saving the lives of others and I'm so thankful for them. Yeah, and so uh, ceremonies like this mean the world oh, to these you ceremonies. just as much as they do as donor families. They do, are. and I want them to know that I am paying for it. I do appreciate this gift of life I've been given. It's not, it's not just to keep me living every day. It's to keep me living, to spread the word about organ donation and helping the others. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. This is Sally Gentry. We're at the Lopa Donor Family Picnic, and with me today is Cheryl Wheeler. Her son, Kermit, was a donor. And Cheryl, tell us a little bit about Kermit. Kermit was the first one of identical twins. His other twin is Carrie. And Kermit was a very outgoing, friendly person, always willing to help people. I didn't even know that he was an organ donor until his time of death, when Lopa approached me about him donating the organs and I wasn't aware that he was an organ donor and he saved four lives both kidneys the liver and pancreas and I did um, contact Lopa to reach out to the recipients and I did hear back from two recipients both kidney recipients and one of which I'm here today at the picnic with her three girls and we stay in constant communication and she's always there with me her name is Michelle Parker and here now. <laughs> and um, last year I had the opportunity to meet the doctor that did the transplant surgery for Michelle. But like I said, Kermit was a very outgoing, loving person and we miss him dearly. But I am so blessed to know that he was unselfish to share his organs with others. And as a result of that, I became an organ donor. His twin brother became a donor and other family members became a donor. So I'm always advocating for people to donate their organs because it's such a blessing to be with Michelle to know that Kermit still lives on through others right. and I didn't have I don't have grandkids but she has three daughters so they have become my granddaughters oh that's a great so it's great story blessing. yes <laughs> it's such a blessing Absolutely. and we're just so grateful that both families were able to meet because because of the tragedy of death became a blessing to someone else so now they are part of our family forever yeah. Good. Well, you're enjoying your day then. Thank you. Yes, I am. Good. Wonderful. Yes. So nice to have you all here. Thank you. Thank you. Michelle, what's it been like for you since you've had the transplant? It's actually been wonderful because being on dialysis was very draining. Yeah. So once I got the transplant, the first time I actually got a call before then, but it, the uh, kidney wasn't good. Uh -huh. Then I, they called me back again and they told me to come right away. The kidney was good. Came up there. I wasn't nervous or anything. I think my mom was more nervous than I was. <laughs> Went in the the uh, 
the surgery was successful, mm. even though it took longer than they said. And everything's been great ever since. All blood work is always coming back good. I never had a problem with the kidney since I got it. Oh, and it's going to be you off some medications. Yes, I was on 21 um, pills after I had my kidney. After I got the kidney, now I'm only on six. That's a blessing. Oh, that's <laughs> yes. Well, and so now you have time to spend with your family. You now have an extended family. Yes. Yes, and it was wonderful because we actually, all my family actually came down to New Orleans and met her whole family, so it was actually wonderful. Oh, that's yes. great. That, that was wonderful. <laughs> you just heard from one of our donor families who attended the Lopa family picnic. This is a picnic that's very uplifting. We celebrate people's lives. It has evolved over time. There was once upon a time when we did not do quite as much to celebrate someone's life. And now we found that this is a way that, that individuals and their families and everyone that's involved uh, can make a difference. And they do make a difference. And we love hearing from each and every one of them. It's a good time. I enjoy seeing all the families who come out. And I love hearing the stories of their loved ones. And I love um, some of the recipients who come out to help us as well. Uh, they're volunteering, but it's just a good day, a good day in the books. Mm-hmm. And Laura, this is, of course, one of my favorite events of the year. It gives me an opportunity to be able to interact, you know, with so many donor families uh, throughout the, the day. So I, I don't think I've missed one in the last few years. And I certainly don't plan on missing any in the future because, again, this is one of my favorite events of the year. Yeah. And thank you to everybody, the LOPA staff, volunteers, uh, people who just lend a hand to make all of these events possible and successful. So this is a special episode of The Gifted Life, but we do want to take time to honor our hero, as we do in every podcast. Certainly, Laurie. Today's hero that we'll be honoring is Heidi King Johnson. Yeah, I want to tell you a little bit about Heidi's story, and this is coming from Mom. My daughter Heidi was 28 years old when she left us. She was a vivacious young lady, and her electrifying blue eyes and her big smile would light up a room. Her nicknames were... Blue Eyes and Heidi Pearl. Her warm heart and big smile served her well in her livelihood of customer service and property management. Commendations were frequently passed on to her superiors. Many were surprised when she took her life, but her outward appearance was deceiving. She had a lot of turmoil within her soul. Her generous spirit was validated and came as no surprise when she chose to be an organ donor. Because of this, her spirit will stay alive and benefit someone a chance at life. Again, that comes from mom. And there's more to Heidi's story. You can find it at lopa.org. Click on Faces of Donation so you can read the story and then you can see this great picture that goes with it. At this time, let's pause and say thank you to Heidi for the gift of life. This special episode of The Gifted Life is uh, now at its end. Yeah, so we had a great National Donate Life Month. We had so many people who came together uh, with the sole purpose of spreading awareness of organ, eye, and tissue donation, increasing our donor registry, not only here in the state, but during April across the country. Um, A special thanks to all those who attended our events, who volunteered, and all those who shared their stories with us here on The Gifted Life. Yeah, and don't forget, if you guys have any questions for us or any comments, 
Don't forget to email us, info at lopa.org. And remember, you can also give us a call at 504-648-3477. It's that easy, and we may use your audio on this podcast. We want it to be interactive. Get involved today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for all you do to help us make life happen. Go out and do something you don't normally do to drive that point home. Have a good one. (laughs) 